What's going on, guys? Thanks for tuning in. This is John Seaman uh, on episode number two of Grinding for Greatness, Internal Monologues with my co-host, James Hughes. How's it going? Uh, today, we're, this is going to be a two-part uh, podcast. The first one, we're going to talk about the core values that we use in our business, but also apply to life. Uh, I told you guys on our first episode uh, that this was not necessarily a business podcast, but we're going to talk a lot about business and a lot of the analogies that I use are going to be business orientated because that's what I talk about all day, every day. Um, but both of these things, the core values and the 10 commandments of creativity also apply majorly in every aspect of your life. So we'll try to give you guys a couple analogies, uh, you know, aside from business. Um, but be mindful that as we talk through these things that, you know, you can, you can definitely use all of these things, uh, to any aspect of your life, whether it be just your life, business, uh, any of your other goals, you know, athletes, everything, you know, rarely are these things instantly gratifying, right? So, uh, you know, for example, one of these things we're going to talk about is discipline and you don't see, you know, immediate effects of discipline. You know, that's something that you see later on down the road. Um, and I don't know if, uh, you guys have ever checked out Simon Sinek's Ted talk of, uh, what's your why, but that is how I get through from step to step without seeing any gratification is I know what my end goal is. And I know, um, as I implement these things, as I work through them, uh, what the end goal is and what I'm working towards. And I know I'm not going to see uh, the, the immediate gratification from it. But um, again, as we go through these things and you start to apply them, uh, you're not going to see immediate results a lot of times. But if you know what your end result is, what the goal at the end of the day is, um, then that'll keep you driven forward. Um, James, you got anything that you want to say before we start pounding through these? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, one thing, you know, that that you mentioned, John, that this isn't just a business podcast. So a lot of what we're talking about um, is going to go to help grow you as a person, as an individual and treating yourself as a business is going to help a lot of these uh, principles apply to that. So with these, it's not a standard just checklist of do these things and you will be successful. The entire idea of everything that we're about to mention is to add to what you're already doing. And by adding these, it's going to help sharpen your procedure a little more. By sharpening that procedure a little more, it's going to help make that next step more achievable. Right. So like we talked about last week or on the last episode, you know, identifying those achievable aspects of your life that you can put change into to be able to get that positive outcome, not just focusing on the positive and only wishing for the positive, creating a fantasy, also identifying the negatives, applying energy there, and then being able to go forward with the next step. So as you're identifying these areas in your life, these principles, applying those to that identification process will help um, streamline a lot of that execution. And so, you know, I know I, me personally, there's some of these that I could spend an entire podcast and, you know, we may even, we may even do that in the future, spend a podcast just on some of these themes. Um, but to us, these are really universal. Um, and again, this isn't a, uh, we're not looking to see these up on a motivational poster. Uh, you know, these, these are things that you just put in your back pocket and you just apply when you can. And as you apply those, um, you will see results. They do stack up. They're small. Um, at first it's, it's, it's a, you can use that same metaphor as planting the seed, 
you know, the oak tree 145 years from now is going to be the, the strongest tree in the forest. But it started out as just that little seedling and it took some time to grow. It was a weak little, you know, sapling at one point and then got a little bit stronger, a little bit stronger. So what we're talking about, these things right here will help strengthen that bark of your tree as it grows. Right. And so, um, yeah. And, and so, you know, these are some core values and stuff that are important to us, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone has their own core values and some people have no core values. Um, but you know, after, you know, paying lots and lots of money with mentors, uh, interviewing a lot of really successful people, these five core values that we're going to go over is something that I see unanimously through these folks that are very successful mm -hmm. you know, again in, in many different elements of life. Exactly. Um, so, you know, don't think that you have to do every single one of these or that, you know, it may not apply necessarily to you, but you know, again, looking at very successful folks, these are the five that they always go by as well. And it's something that we, you know, we stick to here too. Mm -hmm. Um, so just starting off real quick, uh, number one, first core value is, um, intentional. And what we mean by that, um, is it, you'll see a lot of folks that are kind of just going through the paces of life, right? Uh, mm -hmm. We see it a lot in business, see it a lot with folks just, you know, on cruise control, you know, and they're just kind of doing, they're just going through the paces. They're just, you know, taking a very moderate amount of action. And so what we mean by intentional, what that looks like to us is, you know, you kind of have everything planned out, uh, which, you know, that's a whole nother element uh, in itself, right. Of, of plan and execution and mm -hmm. everything. But everything that you're doing, you're doing with, with intent. You're, you know what you're doing, you know what it gets you towards. You're not kind of just bullshitting and, you know, getting through the day, you know, which we see way too often. Exactly. So uh, purpose, purpose, purpose what is your purpose and it can be everything from a small action to a large action and i mean a lot of times having purpose if you're just specifically even if you're relaxing the purpose of that relaxation yeah. is to recharge right so having an intent behind what you're wanting to do helps you drive to that next phase that only not only does that work in the workplace obviously when you come into work um how much time are you you know the whole company stealing thing the, the whole time stealing thing how much yeah. time are you standing around you know, not fully completing a task, how much time are you spending trying to figure out what you need to do next? Yep. A lot of times, if you know your purpose, as soon as you um, complete one objective, you can immediately move on to the next. How does that apply to a larger aspect of life? Well, if you know, for example, you're just trying to get through college, throwing a dart, you know, dart out a dartboard, you're just trying to go through college. Well, maybe those situations that you're experiencing are very, very tough right now. You know, maybe... For whatever reason, whether it be your social situations, whether it be your you know financial situation, whether it be your scholar situation, whatever that is, right? Well, you came there with a purpose. And if you know what your end goal is there, it's going to help you get through all of that, right? Well, five years from now, all of the stress that you're feeling in that moment probably won't exist. It's going to be replaced with a whole new subset of stresses. So the stress that you're feeling right now, if you have purpose... When you make it through that stress, it's not going to matter anymore. You're going to be on to a next level, onto that next level. Um, having that purpose, it's going to help you get to that next level after that. And so having intentions behind every action that you're doing will bring you a long way. Yeah. And, you know, as we talk about each one of these things, you know, there was a couple that I knew right off the top of my head that I could just talk and talk and talk and talk mm -hmm. about. 
but I feel like as we talk about each one of these things, we can really break them down for, you know, I want to get through these things in 45 yeah. minutes to an hour <laughs> so you guys don't have to listen all day long. But um, these are so important that I feel like we could spend an hour on each one of these mm-hmm. very easily. Um, one thing I just wanted to point out real quick before I move on to the next one is, uh, you know, Tom Brady, whether you like him or not, uh, the dude's super successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of his most quoted sayings is be where your feet are. Uh, meaning be there, be attentive, do everything that you're doing with fucking intention. Mm-hmm. Right. So don't just, don't just be there and your head be somewhere else. Right. So be where your feet are. Always be thinking about what you're doing. If you're there, if you're on someone's clock or if you're, you know, just going through life, you need to be, do, you need to be paying attention to what you're doing and taking action on whatever it is that you want to have happen. And take something away from that experience for the love of Christ, because yeah. once you take something away from that experience, you can apply it to something else. And even if the moment that you're in right now feels like a complete, yeah. utter waste of fucking time by taking something away from it, and applying it to the next situation, you're automatically going to add value to whatever that is. Yep. And if you go into it with the purpose of, I don't really know what I'm going to take away, but I know there's something to take away here. Yeah. Your purpose right there is to find value in that. And it's training you right there to find value in any situation you're in. Great point. Because, you know, you may be in a shitty ass situation. And if you're not driving with intent, then you're going to just be thinking, damn, what, you know, why am I here? What's going on? You know, but if you're in, if you're driven with intent and you're in a shitty situation, you'll try to find what's, what's, what do I get out of this? Exactly. So, um, I'm going to move on cause that's two, two <laughs> long rabbit holes. We can definitely go down and we're only on number one. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, number two is results. Number two of our core values results. Oh, uh, these all kind of piggyback off one another. Right. So, mm-hmm. uh, results you know what what we see with that in business is everything that you're doing if you're doing it with intent you're doing it for to be results oriented Mm -hmm. you're doing it with some result in mind at the end of the day uh and if you know at the end of the day you show up again you know using business analogies if you show up at work you know at the end of the day what your goal is then everything you're going to do throughout the day is going to be done with intent Mm -hmm. Uh, so if you show up and you don't have a result at the end of the day that you're driving toward, then you're kind of just going to be bullshitting around, you know, Mm -hmm. another huge thing with, with being results oriented is if you show up first thing in the, in the morning and you know what the end goal is at the end of the day, again, say you wake up in the morning and you know, you know, in life you want to get something out of that day. Well, as you're going through that day, you're going to have hurdles you're going to have obstacles and stuff that come up that you did not plan for Mm -hmm. and if you know what the result is and you tell yourself i'm getting this result at the end of the day then as those hurdles and stuff come up they're not as big of a deal because you know what you're driving towards you're going to be able to easier easier quicker get over them exactly and then you take away from that as those hurdles come back up in the next situation that are somewhat similar because every context is going to be different every challenge is going to be unique in its own set And so as you're taking away from these experiences, not only are you learning your capability of getting through situations, you're learning what you can and can't do, your limitations, you're learning where you need to add more value to your life, where you need to add more purpose, where you need to add more training or practices or whatever you need to to fully be able to get over these hurdles the next time they come up, but you're learning. 
And learning is a huge aspect to every bit of right. this, especially to get those end results. Yeah. We can, again, we can talk about that, but that's a great segue into the third core value, which is discipline. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like you were just saying, you know, you're going to build a resilience mm-hmm. once you overcome these hurdles, right? You're going to realize on the next set of hurdles, like, oh, okay, I got over that. I can get over this. And the next one's going to be even easier. Well, we said at the very beginning of this, that a lot of these things aren't instant gratifying. You know, there's, it takes time to see the result, mm-hmm. of it, you know, but with discipline, if you just have the mindset of, Hey man, I'm getting through this no matter what. I know this fucking sucks right now, but I'm going to put my nose to the grindstone and we're getting through it. It gets easier over time. Discipline is, is much like a muscle to mm-hmm. build a muscle. You have to break it down. You have to work it and you have to work it consistently. Mm-hmm. And over time you'll be able to build that muscle. Discipline is exactly the same thing. Cause it is a muscle. It's a part of your brain that you're building. It's one of the things just like patience. So you don't just, have patience the only way you acquire patience is by going through situations that require you to have patience and so it's a little it's a, it's, a, it's a piece of attrition you just build it over time it's the same thing with discipline the only way that you're really going to test and strengthen that discipline is to put it through situations put it in context to challenge yourself and to challenge what you can and can't do now you're, you're going to have situations in life already that are going to tempt your discipline so there's these little workout opportunities every every everywhere you go. And you know, that's discipline from not eating that that favorite sugary yeah. food because that's what you're craving right now. That's yep. discipline from not taking the next five minutes off because you know no one's watching you right now. And so you can go ahead and um, you know, not necessarily work as hard because no one's gonna tell that you're not working right now. No one's gonna that's tell right. that this thing's not gonna get done. But what's going to do what it's going to do is it's going to get you used to having that five minutes off. It's going to get you used to finding shortcuts whenever they're available. It's going to get you used to trying to find a blind spot by, you know, having that that kind of shortcut mentality. So once you have that discipline to be able to challenge yourself when you know it's there's no one else there. um, Right. you're, You're able to get through, which you know, it leads on to a couple other points that we have right there. Cause like we said, they all, they all build together, but yeah. The last two things I want to say about discipline really quick is, uh, something I always say, and I'm an, I'm a very firm believer in is how you do one thing is how you do everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, whoever quoted that, we'll put that in the show notes at the end of it. But, um, w- what I mean by that is, you know, from the minute you wake up in the morning, you're, you can choose to or not to start practicing discipline, right? Uh, so everyone's kind of got their little bullshit morning routine and we're not even going to fucking talk about that. There's so <laughs> many stupid theories on that. Right. Yeah. Um, but whatever that routine is that you do every day, you know, if you decide, oh man, I'm real tired. I don't want to get up. You know, I don't want to do that right now. Then boom, you've already fucked your discipline up. Mm-hmm. If you know that you, you go to the gym every day and you decide, oh man, I'm really tired. Or I'm sore or this or that happened. And you decide, well, I'm not going to go to the gym today. Boom. You fucked that discipline up. Mm-hmm. And I can give you 30 more examples of that throughout the day that everyone thinks are really minor, um, but are super important, you know, because discipline is something that you have to continue practicing and that has to, you have to continue working that muscle out. If not, you lose that muscle and you lose it a whole lot faster than you gain it. Mm -hmm. So the minute you step away and you start slipping from discipline, everything else that you practice discipline in is going to fail. And you can't, and going back to how you do one thing is how you do everything. You can't be very disciplined in one area of your life 
and have no discipline in another area of your life. So if you know, you want discipline at work, but you really don't give a shit about going to the gym, uh, or, or, or going to the gym on a repetitive schedule, Mm -hmm. then when you start fucking up on your schedule for the gym, you're going to start fucking up at work. Yeah. It's as simple as that. And, and, as that discipline is being removed from your life and taking those steps back, that's how things like complacency. That's how things like becoming stagnant. That's how things like accepting the negative factors around your life start seeping in. And it becomes easier and easier to say no to the things that you know you need to do because piece by piece, that discipline starts breaking away. Every masterpiece painting is created with a simple brushstroke. One brushstroke is one opportunity for you to practice discipline. After a while, you and your discipline and your your execution of yourself will become that masterpiece. But it starts, it's every single example, every single context is a single brushstroke. Yep. Uh, again, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole, man, because <laughs> I could talk for hours and hours and hours on discipline. But the last thing I'm going to say about it before I move on is uh, my buddy Andy Frizzella at First Form uh, always says, you know, you got two voices in your head. One's a little bitch voice and one's a man's voice (laughs) or woman's voice. The little bitch voice you're going to hear all day long of, you don't have to do that, man. You don't have to do this. You know, and you try to find excuses and shit of why it's okay to step away from something or to slip on something or slip on whatever your practice is. Right. Mm -hmm. That bitch voice is really loud, Mm -hmm. you know, but as you practice discipline, that bitch voice will get quieter and quieter. Mm -hmm. You know, you won't have that, in the back of your head saying, ah, we really don't need to go work out today, you know, or "Ah, it's okay. I'll eat a cheeseburger today. You know, that will get quieter over time as you practice discipline. It won't be as hard. And again, that it takes discipline to get to that point. Mm -hmm. So it's, again, it's not something that's instantly gratifying. It's something you have to work on over time. Uh, But it's probably one of the most important of the core values, because if you do not have discipline, it's going to be extremely hard to do the rest of these five things. Oh, yeah, because like, like we were talking about in the previous episode, nothing in life is going to be easy. Nothing is going yeah. to be that Viagra commercial. You know what I mean? There's always going to be those opportunities. There's always going to be those situations where no matter how much you're enjoying it, there's going to be something you don't like. So that discipline is going to help you in any situation, whether it be something that is almost feeling trivial in the moment or whether it be something that is as large as, say, like an addiction or something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? That discipline... Yeah, is going to be measurable in every area of life. I was just talking to someone this weekend about a, a little issue we had on a job and I hired a subcontractor and he came in and did something for us cause I was out of town and it, unfortunately it didn't go the way we all wanted it to go. And uh, you know, he was extremely apologetic and was, you know, really upset about how it went. And he said, man, I can't believe how calm you are. And I said, well, <laughs> dude, uh, you know, this is a, this is a very small problem of what we overcome every day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, before years ago, that may have been an an enormous problem for me and I may have been acting crazy, you know, but, you know, through years of practicing discipline and overcoming these hurdles, like Mm -hmm. we talked about in the last two core values, you know, it's something that's like, Oh, this is easy to get over. No problem. You know? Yeah. But if I hadn't practiced discipline and I haven't had the years experience again, not instant gratification, it takes time. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, we, I can see the hurdle. Oh, this is nothing. No problem. We're getting it right through this, you know? Exactly. Uh, we're going to go ahead and move on to number four because, again, dude, we can just talk all day about these <laughs> things. Uh, number four is accountability. Um, so accountability, what we what we mean by this, uh, again, these all kind of piggyback on each other, right? So mm-hmm. accountability is not only 
do we want you to hold yourself accountable? Uh, but we want the folks around you to be held accountable by you as well. And uh, man, that's another huge rabbit hole about who, you know, you're the sum of your five friends and mm-hmm. who are you around and all that stuff. We're not even going to talk about that element of it right now, but let's just talk about holding yourself accountable. Right. Mm-hmm. We'll start small and then work bigger. That's there. right. Yeah. yeah that's right. <laughs> so, uh, accountability, holding yourself accountable means this really piggybacks with discipline because in, in, there's a lot of different ways to look at accountability, but if you, if you know that you have to be doing these things throughout the day mm-hmm. and your discipline's really not that strong and you're kind of fucking up here and there. And at the end of the day, you didn't hit core value. Number two, you don't have a result. Mm-hmm. Then there's nobody's responsibility, but your own to hold yourself accountable and say, man, I really didn't hit my result today. Mm-hmm. Why did I not? Is it because I went through the day with no intention? Is it because I did not practice discipline? And as these little hurdles came up, I just decided uh, I'm going to let the little bitch voice in the back of my head overcome what really I should be doing. And they don't care about results, that little bitch voice. It doesn't, no. you know, they don't care about results. No, that, They're happy nothing happens. That happened. little bitch voice wants to eat Cheetos and sit on the fucking couch all day. Exactly. That's all, that, that's all <laughs> the bitch voice wants to do. They don't give a shit about intent. They don't give a shit about results. They don't give a shit about having anything cool. I'm not going to give you any more analogy, <laughs> whatever y'all want, you know what I'm saying? But accountability is you holding yourself accountable to whatever standard you want in life, mm-hmm. right? So if you are not practicing your discipline and you are not holding yourself accountable, then we're going to slip right back into what we were talking about on episode one, mm-hmm. just being on cruise control, man, just being content. You're never going to tell yourself, Hey man, you could be more, you're fucking up. You need to get, you need, need to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and get some shit done. Mm-hmm. But if you're not holding yourself accountable, who is there to tell you that, um, you know, you're gonna, and, 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 and you can have a good buddy of yours. Or you can have your wife or your boss or whoever say, Hey man, you're fucking up. You need to get your shit together and, and, and tell me the things you've told me that you want, you need to go get them. Mm-hmm. But ultimately if you don't hold yourself accountable and you don't agree with that person that's telling you that, mm-hmm. then it really don't make a fuck. You, mm-hmm. know? you want those folks around you to kind of hold you accountable too, of course. But if, if you're not going to be honest with yourself and you're going to let that little bitch voice continue to make excuses, then it, you have no accountability and it doesn't do you any good. Exactly. Um, you don't got nothing to piggyback on that. Well, I mean, I had a point and, and it's like, well, <laughs> we, we really got to like start, start streamlining through this. A lot of that accountability, um, when we get down to the uh, 10 commandments of creativity, I have one that I really want to piggyback okay. or piggyback right. off of that one. Um, right. it, it's almost like spot on for, for what we want to talk about there. And All right. So, All right. We're going to go uh, right into number five then inspirational and integrity. Uh, these, obviously there's two different ones in this one, but to me, they kind of mean the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, if you've done all of these four things, intentional results, discipline, accountability, if you've done all those up to this point, then I would contest that you're going to be inspirational, that mm-hmm. you've operated throughout the day with integrity. Uh, and w- let me break the, that down for you real quick. What we mean by that is um, on our core values chart in our office, beside inspirational, we have do everything like your kids were watching, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, everything I do throughout the day, which a lot of, you know, 
a lot of you guys don't see it on my social media and stuff, but I do spend a lot of time with my, my kids and you know, you don't see it because when they're with me is when I'm working a lot of times when I'm working, especially here at the shop, uh, you know, they come out and they work with me and everything. And I'm not talking about building a fucking house. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean, I'm not talking about putting them in dangerous environments. I'm talking about cleaning trucks and organizing trucks and doing some paperwork and doing small projects. It's just here. like learning a little responsibility here and there. That's right. And without work, the fear of danger of a whole house falling. And work ethic. Yeah, you know? exactly. But even when they're not there with me, I do everything as if they were right beside me watching me. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I want, I'm doing, I'm operating as if. I'm teaching them to, you know, because, you know, they may not be there, but my peers may be there Mm -hmm. and I want to set an example for them. Right. Exactly. Um, We piggyback that with integrity because it's, to me, that means the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Whether there's someone there or not, you need to, you need to be operating as if someone was watching you. Exactly. Uh, Because the minute that you step out of that, out of that mindset and you're operating as if you're kind of being sneaky maybe, or, you know, no one's ever going to find out what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I would, I would argue that a lot of folks would probably get themselves in more trouble, not even just not having discipline. Mm -hmm. Right. But I would argue that most folks would find something to do if they thought nobody was watching them that they shouldn't be doing. I mean, what's the expression? Um, idle hands are the devil's playthings. hundred percent. And yeah. so, I mean, it just kind of ball, balls right back down into that. Like we'll find a way to find that mischievousness. We'll find a way to cure this curiosity. And yeah. it's a matter of what that curiosity is going to be set on. And so. And, and something that you quoted really that uh, a week or two ago that I thought was really funny is statue of limitations has no end date uh, when it's morals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and it's one of those things too, that, this is a very common thing when it comes to, um, especially in the creative world um, or especially in the marketing world, right? So, um, or even in the journalism aspect, we'll, we'll say even in the journalism aspect of things, like you take a journalist, you take the news as the truth and it's supposed to be the truth, right? Mm-hmm. But the moment there is one little issue where you found out they may have fabricated the truth, yeah. now, not only everything they say in the future becomes in question, but now everything in the past also becomes in question too. So we operate on that same kind of aspect too as we meet people around us when we have integrity. When people start to see that slip, like you were talking about that um, the, the statute of limitation doesn't necessarily have an end date there, that little bitch voice, it doesn't care about integrity. That little bitch voice is not being seen by anybody else That's other right. than you. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to prove anything to anybody else. And so if you're letting it kind of take control, it's going to be what everyone sees you as yep. um, because once you start acting in private, um, yeah, once you start acting in private, um, a little bit different than how you act in public because of that, that, that lack of integrity, then that's going to slip over. And once that starts spilling over, that's when the entire aspect of everything else starts to fall through. Let's just say it doesn't slip over, right? Yeah. Let's just say somehow you're a fucking unicorn mm-hmm. and you can do things when people aren't watching you uh, that you wouldn't normally do when people were watching you and somehow it never, you, you can keep that divided and it never slips over. Well, I don't give a fuck who you are or how good you think you are. At some point, if you're being a shit bag behind the scenes, mm-hmm. that's going to come to light Right at some fucking point, you know? So dude, it's best just to practice that someone is watching you at all times, mm-hmm. no matter what, you know? 
because you're not going to be able to keep it separated. It's going to, like you were saying, you're, you're going to stop practicing the discipline. It's mm-hmm. going to come to light. And at some point, someone's going to see it, you know, and then there's no hiding from, you know, one, one, it takes 10 good things to remedy one bad thing. If you ever get to, right. You know, you're never going to be able to hide behind your reputation of what you did behind the scenes because then people think, oh, that's the real him. Mm-hmm. That's how he really functions. What we all see is really just a facade. Exactly. You know? So there, there's no way to overcome that, man. You're fucked once once it happens. So just just operate everything that you do all the time with integrity. And with that, with that right there, that kind of inspiration, that kind of integrity, um, so a lot of that integrity is going to go off accountability, right? And so even with that integrity, even with that accountability, um, because again, those are going to go hand in hand, right? I don't even like, it's very easy to say, well, have integrity at the job because pretend like the boss is always watching. And if you pretend like the boss is always watching, then your, your work ethic is going to kind of always stay there. Right. But one thing that when it comes to like self-discipline, when it comes to self accountability, Mm -hmm. the person who's watching is you in the future. So hindsight 2020 is a very real thing. And you may not think right now that it's going to be that big of a deal, but you're going to find yourself in a situation, whether it be a week from now, two days from now, at some point Mm -hmm. that that bill is going to come due. And when that bill comes due, did you do everything that you could have done? That's when that integrity is going to really play in. If, If you see that as a victimless crime, you are always going to be that victim in that victimless crime. That's right. We're going to talk later on in another episode about that, that victim mentality. But that right there is part of that, that bleeding factor that goes into it is that lack of integrity, that lack of accountability that they hold for themselves. But yeah. And you know, something to piggyback off what you said earlier is, uh, you know, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. Mm hmm. Uh, you know, I think a lot of folks know what they should be doing, uh, what, what they want to do. And, you know, I, I hear all the time, I wish I would have started this 10 years ago, mm-hmm. Well, fucking do it. Why didn't you, you know yeah. what? I don't give a fuck what the excuse is, right? Cause that's all it is, is an excuse. Well, it wasn't the right time in my life or I didn't have the money or this or that. Well, you can figure it the fuck out, mm-hmm. you know? So I think a lot of people though are, are, not focused on that, even though they know that they should be. Mm -hmm. And that's where, that's where the integrity falls, you know, Mm -hmm. and you can utilize every single one of these other core values for that, that example. Um, but we're going to run back through those real quick and we'll move on to the 10 commandments. Uh, just so just real quick. Number one was intentional. Number two results. Number three, discipline. Number four, accountability. And number five, inspirational slash integrity. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in and uh, sticking with us for part one of this episode. Make sure you tune back in to catch the second part of this. Uh, We're going to break down James's Ten Commandments of Creativity. 